Hello, hello. My name is Maya Victoria, and I'm here to welcome you to my very first podcast episode of It's 1111 Somewhere. Here on this podcast, we'll be discussing all types of things that linger across my mind, and I'm sharing this journey with you all to make sure that anyone listening in this very moment knows that they are not alone and that your thoughts and feelings always have value, even if it doesn't really feel like it in the moment. Today's episode will touch on the insatiable idea of summer and why it's so so, so ridiculous if you're feeling that your summer is not as extravagant as it could be. So whether you're listening at home in the comfort of your bed at 3 p.m. or on the beach sipping on juice with your friends, welcome, welcome, stay a while, and let's begin. I'd also like to mention that I want to start off every podcast with thorns and roses, which some of you might not be familiar with. So basically, a thorn is something that's kind of hard in the moment, that's not going right, and a rose is something that's really, really positive in the moment, just to bring some light to the situation. Now, the purpose for this is to build connections with myself and to take a moment of, you know, mindfulness, but also a moment of vulnerability with you guys listening. It's important to share your feelings and get them out there. And if I share something that you can relate to, then that also reminds us that we are never alone and our feelings are valid. So we'll start off with my thorn. So my thorn for today would probably be the fact that I cheated on my healthy eating process last night um, because I started meal prepping and I meal prepped a really small amount of chicken, like definitely not enough to split between five days. And so I had like three little pieces of chicken and like a bunch of vegetables and I was starving. So when my boyfriend got home, I was like, hey, um, do you kind of like want to put a pizza in the oven? And he's like, yes, I'm starving. So I kind of cheated, but you know, it's whatever. It's fine. I can always start back up again. Um, So yeah, so that's my thorn. It kind of sucks, but it's fine. And a rose for today, I'd probably say that... um, just a rose for this week is that I started taking my vitamins again. So I was really low. My blood work showed that I was like lacking in lots of areas. So I got prescribed some vitamins. I started taking those and I'm feeling good. I've been sticking to it. It's super important to watch out for your health and stuff. But yeah, so I'd say that's a rose definitely um, that I started taking care of myself as far as my health. So yeah. So let's get into the topic for today of I caught the summer sad. So normally the idea of summer is like super idolized and it's framed as this time that you need to take advantage of um, because there's only such limited time and your freedom based off of work and school. But a lot of people like they get summer jobs, they boost up their money savings, they go on vacation after vacation, spend every day with their friends, beach days or every other week, you know, stuff like that. Um, And they rotate them like clockwork. And it's kind of crazy. And I want to be really clear that if this is what your summer looks like, then sweet, sweet, lucky for you. Enjoy this time. Um, You've got it. Go for it. But for those that are like me and spend the majority of it at home in bed feeling guilty for not, quote unquote, using my time wisely or feeling lonely because I have one friend who is like other friends and does those fun things with, um, or like feeling like I should be doing something spontaneous because it's it's summer. Don't get hard on yourself. Just don't. Everyone recharges their batteries differently. And this is something that I'm definitely working on and learning. I also want to note that, yeah, 
All those things might seem a bit introverted, but it truly depends on the people that I'm around. And I know a lot of you relate to this. It's like, I'm introverted when I'm out in public, I'm more of an observer. But the second I find somebody that's like super cool, they're awesome, love to talk to, extrovert, flat extrovert. I will talk for forever and we'll talk about all things, not shy, not one bit. So yeah, so I'm very extroverted just depending on the people that I'm around. So just want to make that a point because... It's not that I'm just introverted, it's just that I don't have people to be extroverted with. I always hear everyone open up about how their seasonal depression's coming around when it comes around to like winter time, and I definitely understand that, but I don't understand it for the winter. I only understand it because I go through it through the summertime. And that's what we're going to be discussing today is pretty much just getting the summer sad. But I found some notes on SAD, which is kind of crazy because it's sad. Um, But it's seasonal affective disorder. Now, I also want to give a warning not to self-diagnose because that's something as a hypochondriac, which I also self-diagnose, by the way. Um, I like to self-diagnose all the time and it's super dangerous and not good for your mental health, especially if you struggle with like some types of anxiety because it can make yourself really worried about things that you don't need to be worried about. But This is definitely a real thing. Symptoms of SAD include feeling depressed most of the day, almost every day, having low energy levels, losing interest in activities you normally enjoy, difficulty concentrating, or feeling hopeless or worthless. I also found out that people who experience SAD typically produce more melatonin, which that's like the sleep drug. So your body produces this and it helps you go to sleep. And it also is something that's a supplement that you could take. I know my parents used to give it to me. Um, I was probably way too young to be given melatonin, but basically it just helps you go to sleep at night. But if you're experiencing SAD and your body produces more melatonin, it can make you feel more fatigued during the day and most likely to have like sprouts of energy instead of having consistent energy throughout the day. So you might be taking more naps, which is definitely something that I feel like a lot. So a lot of these symptoms are also shared with something called the summertime blues, which this is not something that's officially diagnosed. It's just a lot of the population also goes through this and it's very similar to SAD and it's just the same things on a less severe scale. And I know for a fat fact that this is something that I experience in the summer, more specifically this summer. This summer has been very hard and full of lots of different challenges, new things, all types of new things. Um, and it's been hard to kind of navigate and that's okay. Completely okay as long as I'm still, you know, getting stuff done and taking care of what needs to be taken care of. I just want to help normalize making this something that is more mainstream because I know winter depression is something that's talked about all the time and everyone's like very down and very open about it. I think that it should be the same way for summer just because in the summertime, literally all I see on my social media is people on boats and getting really tan and going out every day with their friends to concerts and stuff like that, which is great. But I also want to normalize, like, if you're not doing all those things, it's definitely okay to just kind of relax and take some time to yourself. Because by the time their plane lands in Europe, like, I'm on my 236th TikTok, 11th YouTube video, and I'm fully caught up on Facebook with all my family members, and it's like only 2 p.m. in the afternoon. And that's okay, as long as you're still taking care of yourself. And I know that that can be hard, especially in the summertime. Um, But what I like to do when I'm like feeling up and good in my serotonin cycles, I take care of all the hard things that would normally be a lot harder when I'm feeling low. 
That way, when I'm like super sluggish and fatigued, I don't have anything too important that needs to be accomplished. I really like to take these summer days and turn them into my own personal workshop days. So I'm quite a crafty being. So if I feel inspired, I'll create. I also like to write sometimes. I'm in the process of writing a novel, actually. Um, I have the entire thing planned out because when I was up in my serotonin cycle, I wrote out like 32 chapters worth of like an outline. So I pretty much know what's going to happen, what happens in each chapter, but I've only written four of the chapters. So I definitely would like to do that and get back on that. So one of these days in my personal workshop days, I'll probably continue that, but just stuff to keep your mind going. Also, when summertime comes around, a lot of people feel this need to have a routine because they no longer have their school schedule or their full-time work schedule. It's all kind of moved around. So my advice to you would probably start a routine. Uh, come up with something, maybe start working out, um, set a time in the morning and night to read a book, um, movies, shows, all that stuff. Find a routine, some things um, that make you happy, just so you're a happy being. And also, don't forget, if you have that one friend, I have one friend, literally one friend, um, reach out to them. Find time to set up a date to Texas Roadhouse because, geez louise, I can put away some roles um, for sure. So Kayla, if you're listening to this right now in this very moment, send me a text. Let's go to Texas Roadhouse again because it's been way too long and I am very hungry as I'm doing this and I'm probably going to be very hungry when you text me because I only have like three slivers of chicken. But also, like I was saying earlier, also find time to take care of yourself on the medical side. If it's been a while since you've checked in with your doctor, definitely go do that. Super recommend. I did that the other day. And like I said, I got a bunch of vitamins. My boyfriend's really happy that I actually got put on an iron supplement because my iron is so low that I quite often crave chalk straight up chalk, like whiteboard. Well, I guess it wouldn't be whiteboard. Chalkboard chalk. Um, it's I forget what it's called right now, but it's something clinical. And when you're lacking these specific vitamins, including iron, it can make you crave chalk, clay, pots, cement, drywall, sponges. It's just a sensation. And it sounds so weird. And every time I tell people, they're like, what? What do you mean? What are you talking about? And I'm like, yeah. I crave chalk, okay? And specifically the little packs of Crayola, the white ones. Only white because the color just doesn't hit the same. And I'm, I might be a little bit crazy, but it is so amazing. <laughs> it is so amazing and it's so bad. Don't do it. I'm not recommending, but I do crave chalk. And my boyfriend, he hates when I'm just like got a piece of chalk in the corner of the couch as we're watching like TV. He's like, no, just take your vitamins. I'm like, yeah, vitamins but I didn't actually get around to it. And like I said, my rose for today is that I actually started taking them yesterday. So super positive. But I also want to go back to that chalk because I actually have a really funny story about being in eighth grade. And I had this going on. I've had this pretty much my whole life. I've always craved chalk. My mom, she craved um, like pottery. And then my grandma on top of it, it might be hereditary thinking about it now, but my grandma on top of that used to crack like clay pots outside, terracotta pots. And would just eat it and eat dirt and it just fills that sensation. But anyways, back to the story of eighth grade. I had this friend that I met in eighth grade and I won't say names just because um, she's still missing to this day, 
But we started becoming friends. We were talking. Um, we had the same kind of humor. So like in class, we would be laughing. And she joined the school that year. So literally just met in eighth grade. Anyways, fast forward a little bit. We were having a sleepover at one of our mutual friend's house. And we were, you know, winding down the night after doing all the fun girly things. We're just sitting in a circle with girl talk. Um, and she pulls out this giant piece of chalk. It was purple, so it wasn't my type, but she pulls out this giant piece of chalk and I'm looking at her and I'm like, no way, no way. Are you quite literally my soulmate right now? Like, is this about to happen? Is this something that will change my life? She doesn't go to put it in her mouth. So I'm like, oh, you know, probably not, probably not, right? Wrong. She goes back in her backpack and pulls out a jar of Nutella and then I just have hearts. I have hearts in my eyes. Like I'm looking at her. I'm like, please, I swear. I wasn't saying anything because I don't want to out myself in front of everybody that I eat chalk because that would be weird. But casually, she just takes this giant purple chalk and sticks it in the Nutella and starts eating it. And in that moment, I knew, I knew that we were meant to be friends because she made me feel like I wasn't alone. So if you're a chalk eater out there, you're not alone. I'm just going to let you know that right now. Um, not alone, because I definitely thought that I was alone in that for the longest time. But once you find your community, it's just amazing. But yeah, after eighth grade, never heard from her again. She, I think she moved to Texas, which is really sad because we probably would have been great friends for a long time. But yeah, if you're listening to this podcast on the crazy off chance that it actually reaches you, reach out to me. Let's talk about it because I would love, <laughs> love to put you on um, my iron supplements. But yeah, just a fun little story there. So back to my overall point, no matter what, never think that you're alone because even if you physically are, you're not because here I am in your ear talking my talk and this is only the beginning. I've got tons of ideas for this podcast, including episode number two that will discuss how making friends and keeping them as an adult is hard. Hard. And I know lots of you probably agree with this. And hopefully I can have some guests coming on here soon so we can share some lighthearted conversations with them. Um, I'd love to have my boyfriend join. I'd love to have my cousins join. Maybe my one friend that likes to go to Texas Roadhouse. Shoot, I'll bring this mic to Texas Roadhouse and we will have an eat with us session for the podcast. But yeah, so if you enjoyed, please like and share. And also, if you have any topics that you'd like me to discuss, leave them in the awesome Q&A section below if you're on Spotify. Um, don't forget to follow this account. It's 1111 somewhere. And thank you so much for listening. And as always, have a beautiful rest of your day and stay you because you're amazing. I'll catch you later. Sincerely, Maya.